Hello everyone, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and this is Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Crazy 8's episode 65, What's in the Box? What's I've, in the box? I've What's got to double box? check because there's a chance we've already named the, sure. the Duty Nishaw episode this. Yeah. So this is either What's in the Box or What's in the Box Part 2. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. we are here um, in a very weird circumstance. For those of you that are familiar with the uh, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, this is always a live stream podcast. And my favorite part about this podcast is being able to interact with all of you lovely people, chat. seeing the super chats, seeing the chats, seeing the donations. You guys are incredible. Unfortunately, schedules were insanely busy this week. We literally were only able to figure, fit like a 30-minute time block, which is obviously not long enough for a podcast. That usually yeah. takes about 90 minutes. Um, and I didn't want to like jip anyone off or say, oh, we can't read donations. That's not fair to you guys. So we are... Live, but not live. We are going to be premiering this probably 8 p.m. on Thursday night. We're recording it right now. It's like 10.30 Wednesday. It's going to be a quick one, and we're going to quickly give our thoughts on episode 65. Huge thank you to Cal and Pete for staying up, doing this with me. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Good. I am, I've had a night. <laughs> I am ready for my bed. Yeah, no, I know. So I'll tell you this. Um, we saw Nick T play live tonight. He had a, a yeah. local show, which yeah. was a lot of fun. That's why he's not here. After the show, I said, hey, let's get ice cream before we head back. Dredger said either we're getting ice cream or we're going straight back to your house and I'm going to be on the podcast with you. I, I can't do both. And I thought long and hard. And as you can see, Dredger is not here. So, so I want to, you know, give a shout out to those two as well. But um, here we are. Episode 65 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush. Um, it was an interesting one. It, it's, you know, an arc set which is what these, you know, episodes usually are to start off the arcs. Um, some have been good. Some have been weird. This was definitely somewhere, I think, in the middle of good and weird. Um, we finally get the Tiger variant. I have said for many months now, Tiger was the most important character in Sevens that we never got a variant for. Sure. We get her variant in this episode in the form of um, Epoch. Uh, Epoch, I believe it's Epoch. So we'll, we'll get... Poo poo kapoo. We'll get more into that. The Ryugu brothers completely, totally forgiven. We're we'll definitely going to um, talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But I guess generally, we're entering the sixth arc, potentially the third to last arc of this show. Arc five had a very turbulent ending. I don't think many of us here at, on the team were big fans of how Arc five ended. The fifth arc of Go Rush. I, I got to clarify saying that out loud. Um, so, Pete, I'll start with you. Right. Where are you thinking? How are you feeling here with Arc 6? Luke coming back, tournament on the horizon, Tiger variants here. What are your thoughts? Uh, honestly, I don't invest too much in the opening episode of Arcs. I mean, they're usually transitional periods, uh, typically comedy-style based, I would say. I think we did get a little bit more of where we're going here in this arc compared to normal ones. The, the whole Lug thing at the end was, you know, I'm sure we'll dive into so much of that, but, like, mm -hmm. that, to me, is so intriguing because such a pivotal, important character in Sevens was Luke. His variant, huge, obviously, for an entire arc. He's kind of been MIA for the most part, and I've been saying that for a number of weeks in this podcast of, like, what has happened to him, the Providence, now in whatever form we're getting him here. Um I'm interested to see where that goes, how he got there, who packaged him, um, what's his relationship going to be to this Tiger variant, um, how is he going to be, you know, interact and reintroduce to the rest of our characters. 
does this signify Yuga coming back? Right. Uh, who, you know, kind of did his boss, you know, walk off, which was hilarious last yep. episode. I think that brings him in somewhere down the line. Uh, and, hey, I mean, I think that kind of signals that he's going to probably compete in this tournament, uh, which is the number one thing that we're excited for here, right? Yeah. This is the Galaxy Cup. Yeah. We, we started it. Uh, I love tournament arcs. I think we all love tournament arcs. Absolutely. The great part about it, as you always say, is you can get matchups you would never possibly see before. Antagonist, antagonist, heroes, heroes, best friend characters, siblings, you know, mm-hmm. maybe rivals going again, all that stuff. And we're getting that as we'll go later in the next episode. Um, but yeah, it was an okay episode. I, I definitely will say I was wrong on the part that I, for the most part, I really thought the Tiger variant was, at this point in the show, was not going to show up. And I thought she was kind of just thrown and molded Asaka. into the Asaka variant. Yep. Uh, you know, Asana variant of Asaka. And I'm wrong on that. And you yeah. have steadfast still on that of saying, like, it. it's weird that such a major character who we actually ended up seeing a new scene from in this right. show, you know, when we went to the Sevens world, why has this character not shown up? It's pretty much the yep. only major character out of the entire ensemble from Sevens that doesn't have a variant. Well, now we've answered that question, and we got that. I, to begin, was not the biggest fan of the way they took that character. Boop, I'll just boop, be, boop. Exactly. I'll be honest. I, I think there is, what I will say is, I think there is great steps there, possibly, of her being a student to Udeus to kind of break her out of that shell. Yeah. But for the moment, pretty annoying character at the moment. So I'll just say that. Yeah, and, and you know, this is one of those podcasts where I would have loved to do live because I would have loved to see how chat was feeling about her yeah. because similarities to Tiger for sure in the sense of being a little bit rude, yeah. a little bit brash, a little bit um, aggressive, I would say. Definitely similar there, but polar opposite. She is a complete shut in she's boxed in Mm -hmm. maybe that was kind of the weird joke that the alfred the butler alfred the butler also so on the nose that's very on the nose usually they're very like close to these references that's probably the most on the nose reference that we've seen so far in go rush um so similar to tiger in some ways very very different in the other ways um just being completely shy and and a shut in and not wanting to rush duel um but before we get into her a little bit cal generally speaking are you kind of in agreement here with pete on 65 or did you like it or your thoughts um yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't great but like i think both of you said you know when it's the first episode of the arc you don't your expectations aren't high it's more of okay there's going to be a comedic part to it you'll probably get a sprinkle of a new story piece that's going to unfold. And obviously for this arc, we have the tournament arc. So that was the big main focus Mm -hmm. kind of setting everybody up for it. And then kind of bringing the players in kind of saying like, it's going to, there's going to be aliens in it because this is for humans and aliens to do things together. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, they drop Luke in a box, literally. (laughs) And you're like, okay, so now we got the, uh, we got the, uh, What's his actual name? Luke. The Luke. The, yeah. The I, Luke. I keep thinking Luke now because yeah. we went back. I know to it's pretty close. But the, like now you have the Luke in there. Maybe this Tiger variant ends up joining the tournament and is now like maybe watches Udius duel and is like, wow, like this is great. And then she tries to rush duel and that's what gets her out of her box or something. Yeah. Like that. Um, but uh, yeah, outside of that episode as a whole, the only. The only like intriguing like thought that occurred to me when watching is like okay so Luke is definitely 
an alien in Sevens because that's why the watch reacts to their. He's got to be part. Well, he's got alien like blood. Alien yeah. blood. That's yeah. for sure. That that's what that to me that was like the implication of dropping him at their house like that. That was uh, surprising. That was very yeah. unexpected. I did not expect yeah, that. And I also sure. love the reverse here, right? In sevens, mm-hmm. how many times was Luke shown to be absolutely petrified of his sister? I mean, rightfully And <laughs> in this show, his variant scares the living daylights out of Tiger's variant. Yeah. Um, that blood-curdling scream in the middle of the night. So that was kind of a little bit of, of payback yeah, from Luke. I'm nice. sure Luke, you know, down oh, the sure. line in sevens is probably smiling, and he's not sure why. Well, that's why. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure that was that probably... Uh, you know, was done intentionally there. Um, but yeah, I, I also, to, to stay on the topic of Epoch, and then we'll move on to um, the Relic and the, the Ryugu brothers as well, because um, the Relic was kind of discussed, I thought, in a very interesting way this episode. Yeah. Um, do any of you guys get swirly vibes from Epoch? The, that was the first thing yeah. that I thought of, yeah, a character sure. who like seems to be in a suit or in something that's like blocking them off from the real world. Now, of course, Swirly had the dark secret of being Gohayuga sealed away. I don't think that's going to be the case here with Epoch. There could no. be something that's a little deeper at play here, and it's why she's maybe a very important character. But like the way that Swirly looked up to Luke, the way that Luke took Swirly under his mm-hmm. um, wings... It reminds me a lot of the relationship we might see between Udius and Epoch. I know Epoch yeah. is kind of, you know, hesitant, hesitant and doesn't yeah. want to do that. But we see in the preview of 66, you can already kind of tell that Epoch is starting to, I think, look up to Udius a little bit. Yeah, so um, definite, And that was, of course, at the beginning of the fifth arc in Sevens. This is the beginning of the sixth arc in Go Rush. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's similarities there. I don't know For if sure. either of you guys got those vibes. Yeah, sure. yeah I could yeah. definitely see it. Okay. It definitely makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think she'll have any evil entity uh, inside of her. No, me neither. No, um, really so. But I, I definitely think it's a little bit of a callback, and her story is going to be more about getting her out of that box and out into the world and kind of taking somewhat of a leadership present role to be the heir of the Kamijo company, yeah. which I think will echo down the line the tiger that we meet that part. Yeah. Other, other thing I want to just touch really quick with the Kamijos, um, when we learned she was the fifth heir of the family, mm-hmm. I, I can say with certainty we did not get a number of what Luke was in, in seven. So that would have been good because it would have actually given us years. That's why yeah. they didn't. That's why they didn't. Absolutely agree with that. We see the the picture before Epoch, and it looks very – I'll show it on screen. It looks very similar to the great-grandfather that was in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. Now, if that is the great-grandfather, that means Epoch would be, like, the grandmother, and then, like, you know, we might have a closer tie-in, or it could just be a a reference, and because we don't see the picture of him super clearly, it might just be deceiving our eyes, and it might not actually be him. But, I mean, what do you... Easter egg, or... Are you saying it's the great-grandfather, Epoch is like the grandma line? And, I mean, how do you feel about it? You want to go first? Yeah, I personally, I don't, I mean, I don't think there's really a, a right answer here. But I was more under the impression of kind of like an Easter egg in the terms of like, he just looks exactly like him because it's yeah. family. Yeah, I agree. So that they could throw that in there and people like you who notice that are like, oh my God, that 
is that the same guy? Like, if that's the same guy, yeah. we have a timeline here. Yeah. You know, we have the fears by, and I think that's a way you can look at it. To me, I think it's just more of a, just to clearly throw in your face that this is the family, we're going to put a picture like that. It, it, it would, if you believe that, that that's the same character, it would imply you would have to feel that Luke and Tiger, or Luke at least, is the seventh in line. Um, and now all of a sudden, but that would mean that Go Russian Sevens are like 60, 70 years maybe. That seems too short for me. Mm. I've always felt 150-ish, 200 years. So that's, that's why I have a problem just saying like, you know, making the snap call like, yeah, you know, that, that's right. confirmation. But I don't know. It, it's tough because it does look very similar to him. It does. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with that. I mean, one, obviously, it's purposely obscured right. because yeah. that's a classic thing in anime and Yu-Gi-Oh, right? You you pan over to a picture of a parent or a grandparent, and you can't clearly see what they look like, right? Mm-hmm. It either means they're dead or they're, gonna, <laughs> yeah. they're going to come uh, into play somewhere down the line. Um, I don't believe this man. They were jo- you were joking in the live stream. I I don't think this man's a vampire, right? Right? Like I don't think it's the <laughs> same exact person, right? Um, but relatives can look similar, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that makes sense. I mean, that's why you're so close genetically and everything mm-hmm. else. It could very well be someone like that. We don't get a clear photo because this guy looks kind of as old as the great grandfather that we saw. So I feel like there's no way it's the same person coupled with. Yuga, when they went to seven, saying like, "Yeah, this is the distant future." Like that's, they made an emphasis. That's the of how far it was. That's a great point. That's why you you can't. And I, I you make a great point there. You can't really believe because there's no way that he's that old in Go Rush, he's, and he's, he's also that vampire, old in Seven. Yeah, yeah a it's a ver- that, that's the that's the big. F- and I actually forgot about that when I was thinking about it just now. But that's the. And so I'm happy you brought it up. That's yeah. the big flaw yeah. in believing that. Oh. This means that Luke they is the seventh easily said heir to the throne, but it, there's no way. Yeah, they could have yeah, easily no said way. something of mm-hmm. just like, hey, you know, yeah, this is a little bit in the future or something like that. And you're yeah. like, all right, it might be like 50 years yeah. or something like yeah. that. To make the point that they did is like, hey, in my mind, this is at least 200 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah, that's, I agree. That's the jump that we're making. And I just think it could be someone like, you know, they work for the company. They probably wear similar outfits, mm-hmm. you know, and have similar designs. Mm-hmm. It may a lot of you know, especially with men. I feel a lot of men in the family age and look the same way at some point, especially as they get older. Yeah, when you pass that like 50 55 range, it's just what it's meant to be. Yeah, and um, I think it's also a little fun Easter egg too, because I think most people are not necessarily their eye is drawn to it in that Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. We just happen to catch it because we analyze it. Yeah, 100%. Um, Ryugu brothers, we'll touch on them real quick. (laughs) Go Ayuna, Asaka were annoyed at them. Yuamu even seemed a little like, I get it, but like for the sake of peace, let's just kind of move on. Yeah. But everybody else, Manya, London, Kawhi Tell, Chupataro, I, I mean, ev- aliens, people that have been living under the iron fist of the Ryugu brothers for two years underground, lost their homes. Some people lost prob- probably family and lives if they're aliens. Two whole years I mean, we talked about it a lot at the end of 64, so I don't want to dwell on it, but um, that was something that I was very... I was happy that at least, like, Goayuna and Asaka were a little annoyed by it, and they kind of were like, hey, what are we doing here? But um, very quick redemption. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like Gohayuna and Asaka were more worried about the naming rights to the tournament than they actually. No, were you could make that about case about him being like you know just forgiven, forgiven, and yeah. great now. All of no, a sudden. you you could make that because case. literally it's like. They were like, you know, a little, a little upset, and then he names the tournament. And she's like, "Why isn't it Matsuba Machinery Tournament?" And like, the, both of them are like, yeah. "After my company." It's like they seemed more annoyed with that than no. obviously for probably comedic purposes, but more annoyed with that than him just, you know, just standing up there like he has control of everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure for this point, you know, there'll be a lot of naysayers in the comments for things I say, but. You know, one thing that I see often in the live chat, right, is like, ah, oh, this is Yukio. This is, you know, it's made for kids, especially in Rush, right? Like, Pete, you can't expect it to, to be so serious and things like that. I'm like, okay, totally understand you. But when you set in the same show parameters and you, you build these characters up and you say that we lived basically in a dictatorship for over two years. For essentially most of those people, I know they come back as their card because it's Yukio, but... They were dead, yeah. right? Like, people probably lost homes, businesses, were driven underground. There was a rebel group. They were hunted, right? Like, yeah. they, were, they were shooting rockets of aliens off the planet. Who knows what happened even in the time before we see it? Because we're basically the eyes of Udeus. Yes. Yeah. When he comes back, we're getting caught up like he is. That's basically, he's a plot device in yeah. that way. Um, when you set those parameters for your show... It's very hard for me, and maybe it's just a personal thing, and I'm sure people will disagree, but it's very hard for me to just go, ah, it's just a kid's show. It doesn't matter. You set those parameters. Yep. So you can't then look at me and, and go, you know, I'll be like Manya and these people. <laughs> they're forgiven. They did horrible stuff. Yeah. And their redemption, as we talked about, which we won't dwell on, was not good at all, and it yeah. continues here. And, like, even in that moment where it's like, all right, go Hayuna and Asaka – there's a little bit there, and then the more worried about the name instead. Yep. And it's like, that's not what I wanted. Like, can at least the two of them have somewhat of a grudge mm -hmm. for this arc and, and, like, kind of be the voice of reason, even if no one's listening to them? At least be like us to be like, what, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. And that I, I'm glad that we're over the hump of it now because we're probably not going to deal with it anymore because I, I just think that is a very flat landing for me. I just mm -hmm. don't think it works. Um, there, there's been so many redemptions that have been done so much better. Mm -hmm. Even when characters have not been great to our, our protagonists, this was probably the poorest I could think of in the Rush era so far. Well, you just you keep it within the show. How about Zuijo? I thought I thought Zuijo has been he did some horrible the best, things. and I think he's been the best yeah. written yeah. villainous character Studio Bridge has done For so sure. far. Yep. So you know, I, I think it's a combination of things: how quickly it happened, how nobody's really questioning it, um, and how horrible they were to everyone in. And like, it wasn't even a, a case necessarily of being controlled or manipulated by a higher power. Like, it, it, like if they threw it all in the creator or another character that was maybe brainwashing, like, the yeah, brothers. But it wasn't. But it wasn't, yeah. Like, that that would be, like, a little annoying. We've seen it. It's a trope. Right. But, like, yeah, you know, they're, they're um, redempt. And I hate to say that it, like, hurts them as characters. But in my eyes, it does a it little does. bit. It, it, yeah, it, it does. It definitely does. It does. And, and I love those characters. And it just... It just sucks that this is, you know, they're going to be side characters most likely for the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. And it just sucks that this is where we left them when we had such a promising arc. And 
I, I, you know, I'll just continue not to like that. And it continues here of like, they shouldn't be running anything, any tournament, anything, even if it's for synergy of aliens and humans or everything else, they should not be at the front of it. I agree. They, they were discriminatory. Uh, no, I agree. Like they should not be at the front of it. So and if there is, and if they are, there should be more protests than we've seen. Yeah. Um, and then like you look at within that last arc, how Manabu was treated by, by them. Yeah. And like that, and I'll, I'll, because that's a very hot button issue. I'll continue to say, I think the way that they treated Manabu was very understandable, but like you can't show that and then show this with the Ryugu brothers, and yeah. like it doesn't make sense. No, that's it, the issue. It's like, yes, did he benefit off of things? Absolutely, right. I understand that he was doing a job, but he also was kind of benefiting and and yeah. and, and enjoying it. But that's like. They're the dictator, and you're more mad at the assistant, the secretary of the dictator, than mm-hmm. the actual dictator themselves. Yeah, like it, it doesn't make any sense. Yep. Yeah, and I, I, I respect everybody's opinions and people that are going to comment, but like yeah, yeah. to me, it is, it is not an accurate or it's kind of lazy just to be like, ah, it's a kid show. That's ridiculous. Like that's you set the parameters. You need to hold somewhat to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this just, just, just wasn't done. And within Go Rush itself, I mean, they they've tackled I think heavier topics than Sevens has tackled. Ooh. Right? They've tackled yeah, war, sure. an endless war. Genocide. They've tackled whether a, a, a living creature is a human being or Correct. not. Um, and they've tackled the main protagonist, Udius being implied dead when he became a shirt. Yeah. So they've they've touched on some really heavy stuff. So exactly. yeah, the whole ah, it's a kid show. I don't know. You know, I think I think the I mean, team the, Luke the taking team, over the universe. Right. Yep. The team at and I think it's an insult to to the team as well because yeah. I think the team has proven For that sure. they it's more than just that. And and they are capable of, of doing better. So, you know. Yeah. And listen, Not I love a lot of perfect. It happens. No. And I love a lot of the stuff that they've done. I've yeah. I've really enjoyed Go Rush, and I cannot wait to see where Go Rush goes from here. But this is one that I I think they missed the mark on a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm gonna forgive them. I'm gonna watch more. It's of not, course you know, but Absolutely. that's still my opinion. Yeah, I I agree. Um, do you have anything else to say on that? Anything different, or no? You kind of agree or disagree? I mean, no, I I de- I think I agree mostly. I think that they were s- there was so much intrigue and build up for them when they were introduced right yeah and you have that you have even the scene early on where Tremo- where we get introduced to Tremolo for the first time and he's trying to hunt down Yumu and he's literally like i want i need to get her right like, that's who i need there was no real like big rivalry between them or the, like the hunt or like even like just having some sort of you know any any sort of scene where it was like like life or death right in front of your face where you have to make this decision. And like he goes in going after Yumu instead of maybe doing something for his brother or whatever it would be because he's just, because I feel like that could have been a really cool dynamic of yeah. like yeah. him trying to do this for his brother, but also disobeying his brother by going this far, you know, something a hundred percent. And I think it would build up both of their characters. Like when he did put Tremolo in jail, right. We were like, you know, he has to do it. He has to show his, his power and what he has like above, Everybody else show that he's in control, but he was never in control to begin with. You'll later find out. Like it's just, yeah, he didn't even realize that he like he was an alien. Yeah, um, no, that's a great point. And then when Tremolo actually did duel one of our 
you characters in UDS, he was holding back. Remember, he's like, oh, I can't let myself get carried yeah. away. Okay, yeah. but we never see that payoff. We never yep. see him no. let himself get carried away in a maniacal way because he ends up losing the duel, and then the next time we see him, he's out of jail, he's and in jail everyone's and just redeemed. Gets out, and so, like, like yep, there okay. were a lot of things, right, that, that the payoff of that duel, Tremolo Yumu, never saw. The payoff of Tremolo actually going all out in a duel at least according to himself and his dialogue, never saw. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, that is a little disappointing. There's definitely, yeah. this could have been two arcs. It I really agree. could have been. I agree. And, and there, there was better ways to do this. Yeah. Um, Relic, I want to touch on, before we go to the 66 summary, and we'll make our picks real quick, it'll be unofficial because I'm not going to text Treasure or Nick T this late. Yuumu and Udius, that'll be t tricky. That'll be yeah. something. Um, the Relic? The Relic. They're studying the relic. You got the experts looking at the relic. Some experts. The experts, yeah. The rock guy. You, Yuamu makes a great point, and she confirms what we've all suspected but didn't know. Because it was always like, ah, maybe Yuga did tell someone, right? Ah, maybe he did tell someone. Yuga did not tell a soul about Maximums. I imagine that was said to Yuamu by Yuga himself. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So how the hell were Maximums turned that online? question. It's got to be Otis, right? It or has to be. Or the creator or whatever. Or the creator if, yeah. yeah. No. Um, but what did you guys make of the Relic stuff? What do you guys think is going to come out of that? Um, I think the Relic stuff is, I mean, obviously it's interesting. And right now it doesn't look like they have an incredible amount on it. But, I, like, you know, they were starting to get hints because um, Dinois, I think is that's how Dylan pronounces it. Denova. Denova. Um <laughs> She just say didn't she, uh, <laughs> she mentions that it has like the same energy as a similar relic near um, Velgir, yeah. mm -hmm. which is the one that Zuijo and Udius started had been the kind of whole prophecy yeah, thing, the whole of process duels and yep. all that stuff. And that's like kind of their first hint. And I think this could potentially lead us back to Velgir into a situation where we're going to run into maybe someone. Maybe not the creator, but someone associated with the yep. creator that kind of has this knowledge of the relic and what it does and who controls it and how it's controlled and all this kind of stuff. And I think it's kind of maybe not something that's going to that's not going to just like hit right away. Obviously, we're jumping into a tournament anyway, but I feel like this is how we're going to kind of end the tournament arc, uh, like the actual arc itself with more information on the relic. Like we need to go to X and so, go, go find, like, figure more out about this. So someone like Sirocco. Sure. Or Otis. Sure. The girl we saw. We're not, we're not oh, the girl with the lady. cat. We're not doing sure. this. Sure. We're not doing this. She was, but she was in the episode. She was she in was. the episode. Okay. That's but, the cat. That's all we need to touch for, on right regardless now. Regardless of the hypothetical theories, <laughs> it's going, that is going to be the focus, I think, of the next arc, and they're throwing it in now to get it in our heads. I think Epoch, whatever the, the Epoch, whatever the stuff is with her, the Lug, the tournament, that's focus here in Arc 6. Yep. And then I think 7 and 8 is going to be creator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a small deal but, that, well, that remember, the Lug is back. But there's, but there's also... And some, he's a chair. You know what this episode made <laughs> me completely forget about? How episode 64 ended. With that weird anti-like Earth to Mars substance yeah. in, the like relic. in the relic, so that could be maybe a, a well, villain here. When she here. references the energy within the relic, I think right. it could be that that same energy that powers this is yeah. either a the same relic, <coughs> or b there's multiple because maybe it's 
it was split into multiple different entryways yeah. and, and whatnot. I'm shocked that they're able to get this close to it. And to the relics are not like oh, yeah. leaving. Right. Yeah. That that part I think is fascinating. I think that kind of feels like a trap. It's like and, a dormant. And, and, and I, I want to see where that goes. I mean, the, it's a good sign that we're getting this right in the beginning episode of the arc because yep. now I feel like this is not going to be just a tournament. It's a tournament overlaid to really where we're building up for what we assume is probably two final arcs after yep. this. And that's what I really... I'm intrigued with. The Sirocco thing is so fascinating. Yeah, incredibly. Because, like, it That character seems like they, they time-traveled or something. It, that seemed like direct surveillance they were doing when yeah. we were in the Sevens world. They were the only character that was blacked out, like, what, all the way in, what, episode 20 or whatever 20. it was? Yeah, 20. With Gohai Yuna. It, there's big things to come with that character. And to me, I don't know if the creator is Otis, right? But if you wanted to create the Otis variant, right, have some similarities, well, those those aliens worked for him. Yeah. And so it would it would make sense that if we built up, she's been gathering all that information all this time yep. to lead us to the creator. Well, and also remember, those aliens were the co-girls. And who is a character that really went unresolved and undefeated in the last arc that was a yeah, villain? Which is energy said, energy yeah. Copico. Just left that there. Yeah. So... Yeah. That that character is still out there, you know, mm-hmm. a, a threat potentially. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the co-girls and the creator, much like the co-girls and how Otis worked out together, definitely going to be interesting there. Remember, Otis and creator do have the same voice actor as well. So They do. I, true. Mean, I, I could just see being a variant. I like, could, too. Not being 100%. the same exact thing, but just, like, that's, like, this show's not of, like, oh, well, yeah. here's your... Otis character. Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. So, guys, we're going to get into the um, summaries for 66. That's all we have. Um, nope, that's not the right one. Um, <laughs> Cal, do you want to read that, my man? <laughs> Episode 66, the Galaxy Cup begins. The Galaxy Cup, a rush duel tournament for both Earthlings and aliens, has finally begun. Udius is now the dual tutor for the head of the Kamijo Gear Company, Epoch. Um, in order to allow Epoch to experience what a duel is like, Udius challenges Uamu to a duel. And it seems like the entire um, field of, like, Mutsuba Town uh, is becoming a dueling battlefield. I think that was said in the preview. So that's fascinating. There's your summary, guys. We have our Udius-Uamu duel, the only of the main trio that have not matched up yet. Um, some thoughts here. Uh, it's a weird, I feel like it's a weird time. Like, I don't really understand the tournament aspect if he's just going and challenging Can't be single her. elimination. Uh, that, that's my thought so on it. So it's so this like kid, round robin yeah, tournament you're, you're, type Like thing. in it sevens, you have, to rack, you have to rack up points or something oh, like, that. like that. It it's cannot true. be single elimination because okay. if they're going to eliminate one of their two Crazy. big powerhouse Crazy. characters here... At the start of this tournament, I'd be shocked. That's yeah. kind of why I, can't I, believe was, it. I was a little like, like, why would you have this right now? Yeah. You could have Udius face off against anyone and roll through them to show, like, for the tutoring right. aspect. So it, it does make it a little more interesting. But I, like you said, if it's not like any single elimination or anything, it's just points, then, then this duel is basically 50-50. So. Well... Pete, do you have anything to say, or do you want to make a, our picks? And no, we can make it. picks. Okay. Let's go picks. Okay. That's a tough one, I think. All right. Ready? 
three. Uh, oh, do we have a group chat? For I, yeah, I, I put it in NFTs and nuts. No, I didn't even get the message. Oh, really? Okay. Really? Okay. Uh, he deleted our chat. All right. Well, that's oh, there. It is. Got it. All right. Three, two, one. Send. Okay. Okay. The treasure actually answered too. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Nick T did not answer. We have three picks that are the same and one that is different. Um, do you guys want to start? Well, you start. Nick T just picked. He picked with um, me. Okay, so I'll I'll just say it. I'm the only one that picked Uemu here to win. Um, here's my thoughts on it. I think Udius is the favorite to win the tournament. I, I just don't believe this is going to be a single elimination. Mm-hmm. So I think this will be kind of classic Yu-Gi-Oh! Give your protagonist a surprising loss at the beginning. And then maybe you have these two rematch at, at the end in the finale or yeah. something like that. Furthermore, it gives me vibes of Roman versus Yuga, um, where Roman pulled off that surprising win against our protagonist. Okay. And I just think that I don't know. I just have a feeling that Yumu is going to win this because I I think that one of the big fears of Epoch, and I could be totally wrong on this, is maybe being afraid of losing, is being afraid of like failing, failing the Kamijo Gear Company, you know, that, that burden of failure. And I think if she enjoys a rush duel and sees her tutor lose, I think that could go a long way in saying, but even whether, you know, in defeat, you still have like a great time and that's what makes rush dueling so special. And so I could see that being a really powerful lesson for her early on Mm -hmm. where she's able to get over that fear of defeat by seeing Udeus, by seeing her tutor lose in this duel. And I just think this is so early in the arc that we could have a really surprise result. And mm-hmm. I think we are. I, I just, this this feels like such a high stakes, not high stakes, but high naming matchup to have so early in the arc. Yeah. And protagonists in Yu-Gi-Oh! become more invincible the further along they go. Udius hasn't lost yet this season. I think this is going to be a, um, a surprising Yuumu win here early on in the arc. Okay. But it, I don't feel very confident on it. it it's a tough one to pick. So... I picked Udius, and it was, I mean, partially for the reasons that you explained in terms of she's not, like, you want her to have fun watching her first rush duel, right? So I would think victory would play more into feeding that this is really fun, whatever, and make Epoch more enticed to at least try rush dueling. Yeah. So that was one of the big things for me. But, again, I feel like just you speaking about the Roman Yuga duel, it's like that could easily be the case. Like I, I definitely don't tough think one to that's, pick. that's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. I mean, when I first saw this duel, I was like, Oh, Udius. And then I thought more about it and it, it got to this day where we had to make our picks. And I just, I, it just nudged me where I just had a weird feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I had a weird feeling in that duel because it was so early on in the arc. And I have another, I have a weird feeling here, man. I, I, I think Yumu is going to win. You either, perfectly thought everything out or majorly overthought yeah, about it which and, i've done and, and which i've done wrong. we've all done it oh 100%. we've all we've all had our silly picks either way though I, I think either way you pick it's not a it's not a bad pick no this is one where honestly i think if you get it wrong you just you, you know it is what it is i yeah. think it's two really good duelists going yeah. at it here 100%. um i mean you put up a last time we saw her she put up a good good fight against phaser yeah i mean she put up a good fight 
So UDS, you imagine, won't have his maximums, or maybe he has one of Yuga's maximums left. That's still ambiguous. He could have a maximum left, but we don't know, I right? I think he had Yuga's. He probably so. still has Yuga's because I doubt Yuga took it back, but that Odo maximum isn't there anymore. So I don't know. I, listen, it's going to be a real, it has the potential to be a really good duel here. I think yeah. it's a really fascinating duel to kick off this arc as well. Pete, you're also going to go with Udius here. What are your What are your thoughts on the matchup? Yeah, I think it's a little bit tricky. I yeah. mean, that, that summary, hearing it for the first time, it's like, it's. It, I agree with you. It's hard for me to believe that this is single elimination. I mean, that'd be crazy if that yeah. was the case and you're kicking it off with this. But I, I agree with Cal in the sense that I feel, and I get your point still, and, and they're, they're, they're warranted, but I, I feel like the best way to teach her is by showing, hey, here's the fun and here's a victory. And I don't think there's going to be, because it's probably not going to be single elimination, there's not going to be too crazy of stakes. Mm-hmm. And I just think at this point, Udius is the better duelist, and Agree with I that. see him mm-hmm. picking up a just a win here because he's he's tutoring. I, I just don't think it's a it's a great side for him if the first time he's tutoring or he literally loses. Yeah, no, no, you know, you're so right. You're right. I, I feel like there's an opportunity if this is not single elimination for him to maybe lose down the line or who knows? I mean, he might just go on an invincible move here and that's it because Yukio is just very hard for me to predict dark horses. I mean, they typically go the protagonist way. Usually Mm -hmm. that's just how it goes. Um, I'm interested if they shake it up a bit, but for right now, he's got to be the overwhelming favorite. He's the overwhelming favorite. That's my other thought on it because if he doesn't lose here, I think he just runs through everyone. He probably does. We've so that's why it, I. What? So we've seen that. No, we we've have seen, seen characters it. No, just no, run we, the table. No, we have. He can so. make it close. He has one life point, but he survives, and then you know pulls a lightning, creates yeah. a life. Point. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be a fascinating duel. This is another one where I, I think Chat would probably favor UDS, but I think it would probably be like 70, 30, I think. I don't think it would be that much. I think it would be like 50 to like 40. I think it's a tricky one. I don't think it's that close. No, I agree. I I definitely think it's pretty tricky. I definitely agree with that. Remember remember chat? (sighs) Feels like a lifetime ago. We talked to them. Oh, I remember chat. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is we'll be live premiering this. So I I should be in the video while we're like, in the chat. So hopefully I'll be able to talk to you guys. But, and if um, you have any bad opinions that the chat's disagreeing with, you could just change it by writing it in the chat. Yeah, or I could just um, you know mute people. True. Or block people. Whoa. Wow. I wouldn't do that. I'm kidding. Um, okay. Listen, okay, uh, Ryugu brother. Let me tell you something. This was a lot of fun, but it, it does. It feels weird chat not being here. It does. It's like us it recording the old summary video. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is always with, good. With less structure, because we used to have sheets, remember? That's, that's when we right. Did the videos. I, that's back when you care. I would print out the summaries for yeah. everyone, yeah. I remember we had pit the, all the pictures of the characters, so we yep. could point to them and know whose name uh, was well, That was who. your first Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, yeah. back, so. back in the day. Back in the early brains days. But guys, that's going to wrap up a, a weird... I think we did this for one of the Sevens episodes. I think we did, yeah. So... This should be the only episode for Go Rush we do this for. Yeah. We're back to our normal Wednesday night stream times again. Nick T just had a concert. I felt it was important for all of us to go support him. Oh, for sure. And then um, tomorrow night and Tuesday night, we were just all, including myself, busy, and I'm going on a vacation. So it, just the timing just did not work up to do a makeup mm-hmm. stream. Because I would have even done one Friday night, but I'm literally on vacation from Friday to Tuesday. So um, anyway, guys, thank you all so much. Leave all of your thoughts on episode 65 of Go Rush down below. This has been Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Crazy 8's episode 65, What's in the Box? 
potentially part two. We'll see. Cal, Pete, thank you guys so much. Of course. Thank you all so much for watching, and I hope you have an, an amazing, amazing day. day. Take care, guys. Good night, guys. Good, Good night. night.